Hi guys, welcome to another week of Unpopular Fitness Ideas with your host, Marta. This week, I've struggled to get myself to record this episode because there's a lot that's been on my mind, but I wasn't too sure of how to bring everything together and exactly what it is that I wanted to say. But it starts with friendship, which is an uncommon topic, to say the least, within the fitness space, and something that I've never truly cherished enough. So last week, I got to reunite with my best friends. Like, come on, we can get cringe on here. With my best friends. We got to go to the Canary Islands. We got to have a reunion after university. Two years of not seeing each other. Not all of us, no. Two and a half years almost of not seeing each other. Now the pandemic hit. We all live in different countries, in different cities now. And life has happened. Like when you graduate, you have priorities and the priority is not to see your university best friend because you've been spending the last three waking years of your life together. So obviously it happens. But we got to reunite and we all made the effort to go to the Canary Islands, see each other and just spend quality time together. We didn't do anything particular, like we just went for hikes, we went for food, you know, we talked shit in the kitchen until 3am We enjoyed good food and ate cereal from the box and didn't judge each other and we just like good energy. You know the kind of trip I mean. But anyways, before going on this trip, I kid you not, my anxiety was through the roof. Like I remember crying to my boyfriend because I couldn't get myself to go. I felt like I was going to go on this trip and my friends were just going to think that I was a weirdo, that I'd changed, that I didn't have my life together, that... I was a mess that, anyways, all of these irrational thoughts, right? But I went because I knew that deep down it's what I needed. And I felt whole. I didn't have a single worry in my head. I didn't feel judged. I felt heard. I felt like they cared about me. I felt supported. I felt like myself all the time. I felt like I could speak my truths and be myself and just have a good time. And obviously, you know, when you're on holiday, things are less stressful than when you're in your regular routine and life is just normal. But that kind of stuck with me because it's not a feeling that I'm used to having lately. And that's a bit too much information to share. But I'm going to be honest, like I've been reflecting about it and I've come to the conclusion that I'm lonely because I don't have a lot of close friends. And a big part of this is because of COVID. Like because of COVID, I've become a loner And at first, that was fucking brilliant. Like, I loved the fact that I didn't have to go meet people. I didn't have to go socialize. There wasn't any expectations. There wasn't any pressure on me to go do something, to go be with someone. And it made spending time alone really enjoyable. It made me really appreciate my own company. And it made me make an effort with myself and things like training and exercise and self-awareness and journaling and getting enough sleep and doing my yoga or going for you know walks and just spending time with myself became a massive thing and they've completely changed my self-awareness and the kind of relationship I have with myself but and I think I heard this on Emma's like Emma Chamberlain I talk about her as if I actually knew her but I remember listening to one of Emma's podcasts And I think she said that there is such a thing as doing too much work, like too much, you know, self-reflection work and too much 
journaling and just too much work on yourself. And after going on this trip and having all that time to just be and enjoy quality time with my friends, I came back, like I fell back into this routine of just self-awareness and journaling and doing work and training and spending a lot of time by myself. And I've just realized that I've invested so much energy into these things that I've completely neglected everything else. Like to the point where I don't know what else to do with my time because I just don't hang out with people anymore. But what's like, what's more shocking is the fact that the thought of hanging out with people gives me anxiety. But this trip proves that actually what I needed most is just connection. Now I talk about connection a lot on this podcast. (laughs) I mean, I have three episodes, but you know what I mean? I talk about connection a lot in general on my Instagram. And I know that deep down, we all just want connection. We want to be seen, we want to be heard, blah, blah, blah. And then in my last episode, I talk a lot about how in the past, especially with men, I've neglected connection in exchange for validation and getting external validation and being praised and being liked. And so a big part of fighting that and realizing that actually was self-awareness. It was doing all these things alone and doing all your inner work and understanding where you go wrong and where you fuck up and how you can be a better person. But what value does that have if we then don't have a community, a group of friends, a group of people that we can count on to share that with? Like, what is the point of me working on myself to be a better person if I can't be a better person with anyone else other than my boyfriend? And I mean, that is kind of not very nice to share. I've just come to this realization that I need girlfriends. So basically, if you live, you know, in the south of Spain, hit me up because I need girlfriends. But in all seriousness, it's just made me think a lot about the impact that COVID has had on our ability to connect and also on our fitness journey. Because of course, I know that my audience, or I think that most of the people that will listen to this, will be people that probably struggle with a relationship with food and that are into fitness, but they might not have the best relationship with it. And so the unpopular idea that I want to focus on today and that I've mentioned is that friendship and connection and getting out there and putting yourself out there is a very valuable asset in helping you improve your fitness journey and your relationship with food. And I came to terms with this on this trip because I kid you not, I couldn't care less about the food I ate. Like I've done a lot of work on getting over fear foods and eating, you know, eating the pizza and eating the ice cream and eating the cookie and not being scared of food essentially and just eating. Like I don't need to be starving all the time. I much rather eat food. Like be like finding that I'm starving is not like a turn on anymore. I mean, I laugh, but it's the nervous laugh of like, that's fucked up. But anyways, I'm over that. But the thing is, because I never hang out with people anymore, it's just like my life gets really lonely. And then that's when food becomes a main focus because we all have to eat. We all need food, right? And food is enjoyable. So if the only enjoyable thing that you have in your life is food, then obviously your relationship with food is going to be a bit problematic. So when I went on this trip, I do realize I'm rambling by the way, but anyways, 
what well, I'm trying to like formulate my thoughts as I speak. When I went on this trip, I didn't care about food. Like if anything, I wanted to make sure that I was eating enough because I could sense when I was cranky and when I was, you know, feeling like depleted of energy and I was getting moody and I was tired in the sense of I need energy, aka food, not necessarily sleep. And I would encourage getting food and I wouldn't be scared of getting food or eating and it would be fine. There was no guilt. There was nothing. And what had changed, obviously I wasn't stressed in my own routine, but mostly what had changed was that I had put myself in a situation where I was with friends, not family, not boyfriend, not work colleagues, but friends. And I think that if you follow me and you've come to this podcast, like you've arrived to this podcast, you might be someone that also struggles with anxiety and social anxiety and meeting up with other people. And I know it's hard. Because trust me, when I tell you I was crying about going on a trip with my best friends, like they are the people that I go to when I have a problem. Like if I was to break up with my boyfriend, I would text the three of them at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Or if someone asked me like, who are your closest friends? I'd say these three girls. So it's them, obviously. And I still had anxiety about meeting them. So when I came back, and I came back to my life where I spent a lot of time with my family, with my partner, working alone I spent so much time alone which is brilliant don't get me wrong I realized that what I'm missing most is friends and I realized that if I had more connections if I made more effort to hang about with people who are just friends and just mess about there's no expectations it's just meet up with someone have fun vent a little bit you know listen to their problems understand that we all have problems like have a laugh you know what I mean girlfriend time, then I would probably not be taking life so seriously. I wouldn't be so hyper-focused on food as I may have been in the past or so hyper-focused on training four days a week. And I wouldn't care so much if I trained two or three. And that's why I think this is the topic of an unpopular opinion because friendships are so important. And the next thing I want to talk about is that you can't just rely on your Instagram community or the people you follow to feel connected in your journey of fitness or health or recovery or whatever you want to call it. Like you can't expect to scroll on Instagram, follow people that are going through similar struggles to you, especially around food and exercise, and expect to feel connected. Because one, there's so much competition. Like, again, I could do an entire topic on this. I mean, an entire podcast on this, but I just feel there's so much competition online, even in the recovery space. Like you start comparing what you need, what you do, what others are doing to what you're doing. And you start thinking that whatever someone's doing online is what you need to do. But really, you just need to listen to yourself more and then seek out a fucking life outside of Instagram or TikTok or YouTube. Like you need to put yourself out there. And part of that is by stopping, like by no longer believing or thinking that your connection is going to be found online. And obviously, I don't know if this advice applies to anyone. Like you might be listening to this and thinking, uh, yeah, duh, Marta, like duh. But these are things that deep down I always knew, but never fully, like I was still kind of in denial. It's like I knew that it wasn't doing me any good, but I was still engaging in the behaviors. So if you mix like not having friends and not making an effort to make friends with staying at home on your phone, scrolling on Instagram 
And yes, perhaps talking to people online who have, you know, the same struggles as you, you're creating this bubble, like this very toxic bubble of I have these issues, I'm not connected, I'm lonely. And these other people also have issues, but they relate to me, but they're also in their bubble and they're not doing anything to kind of get out of that mindset. Because you see everyone online is working hard, like everyone's going to the gym, everyone's facing their fear foods, everyone's living their best life or working really hard. But then you feel so empty and you don't really have anyone to share that with, except for someone online through a voice note who might be able to help you and they're also on the same boat but really what you both need is to just go out in the real fucking world and have a drink with someone like alcoholic or non-alcoholic like just forget about your problems instead of consistently talking about them because that's what I used to do I used to you know whether it's venting online or whether it's being in a community where everyone has the same issues it almost it's like because it's so relatable People don't know how to get out of it. Whereas when you talk shit with a friend or you vent about your problems to a friend, when they have different problems, they can give you perspective. But you, if you're always talking about your problems with people who have the same problems, then you're never going to gain a different perspective. And that's why friendship is so important. Now, this is very obvious, but I've come to terms with the fact that it didn't seem very obvious because of COVID. And What I mean by this is that pre-COVID, right, we all went out, we all lived our best life, yada, yada, yada. But then COVID hit and we didn't have that connection. And we relied on FaceTime and like Netflix. What what was that thing called of like Netflix where you could watch Netflix twice? I don't remember the name of it. But anyways, all these technologies and forms of communication that allowed us to stay connected when we couldn't see each other in the real life, in the real world great. Now what happens when someone who loves control and loves routine and loves just being in their own bubble and not having to, you know, expose themselves to the world is that they fall into this trap of finding that very comfortable and they struggle to get out of that routine even when that routine is not imposed. And this is what has clicked for me, like this has been my eureka moment. COVID is starting to ease to ease. COVID regulations are more at ease now. People are starting to live their life. They're starting to get out. They're starting to go clubbing, to meet their friends, to go to the office, to go to uni, to go traveling. And life is open and back up, right? When I started seeing this, one, it gave me anxiety. And two, I felt like the weird one that wasn't gonna ever go back to doing normal life. I thought that that was it. Like, this is my life now. I live at home. I barely have friends. I just go to the gym and go for walks and like that's it. But going on this holiday, seeing my friends, being outside, just doing normal shit made me realize that that's all I needed all along and that all I need to do to fight this anxiety and this like, it's almost like a fear of being outside for too long. Honestly, it's fucking weird. Like I'm working on it, okay? All you have to do is just go outside and like go on holiday and meet up with your friends. And obviously that's said, that's easier said than done when you're going through it. But if you're someone that COVID has had this impact, but if you're someone that struggles with social anxiety, if you feel like COVID has made things worse in that aspect and going out now that everyone's going out is starting to feel like 
something that you have to do, but if you're anxious and you really don't want to do it and you just want to stay at home and live in your own bubble, I'm going to encourage you to challenge yourself. Like there is no way that us as humans have evolved to live inside and to just connect with each other through Instagram. Like there's just no way. But I think it's going so unnoticed because it's been so subtle and it's been so slow. We've just gone into this world where we live online, we work online, we communicate online, we do everything online and we share everything online. But then we're alone, like everyone's filming themselves, but everyone's alone unless they're out clubbing and then you're feeling FOMO and you feel like the one, like the odd one out. But I've just realized how damaging it was for my mental health. One, to not have friends, like close friends around me, to not make an effort in meeting new people and just being too focused on work and, you know, getting better. But really part of getting better was actually connecting with people and showing up as I am and connecting with new people as this new version of me, you know, a version that's not consumed by food and exercise and whatever. But then the other aspect is realizing how COVID has affected us and how it's impacted one's relationship with the outside world. I know that sounds a bit dramatic, but let's strip it back to basics, right? When COVID hit, we weren't allowed the house and that sucked. But then when things start to reopen, if you're someone where that feels hard, then something has happened there. And now you find comfort in being at home more so than going out. There's nothing inherently wrong with that or bad about that. It's more that if that is impacting your relationships, the quality of your life, your sense of self, how you feel about yourself, your confidence, how connected you feel, your level of loneliness, then there is a problem, especially if it's impacting your relationship with diet and exercise. Like if you feel like exercise and diet control you and you're not really getting the stimulus of friendship, of going outside and, you know, this feeling of community, then there's something that's up. Like you need to challenge that. So as I realize I am going round in circles and I think I've explained myself, I'm just going to go through some things that might help you in almost overcoming this anxiety of going out and connecting with others and reaching out and making an effort. The first one I'm going to say is to try something new. Before COVID, we couldn't do classes. Like you couldn't do, you couldn't go to like a dance class. Obviously that was not an option. You couldn't go to a cooking class or anything like that. So something that I'm going to take up is going to a class, a class a week, and it doesn't have to be the same class every week but something. And I've decided that's going to be boxing and there's going to be a dance class. And I don't know which one I'm going to stick to, but that's something that I've come up with that I think is going to help me be around other people and just putting myself out there. Because when I tell you I struggle to even just meeting up for coffee with someone, I mean it like bad. So just showing up and being around other people and normalizing being around other people, especially when they're strangers, is a good way because you're still doing things alone and you're still in control of the situation and you can get yourself out of there whenever you want. But you're putting yourself in an environment where you're going to be most likely to perhaps meet new people. Now, the second thing I'm going to say is to make an effort with your closest friends, regardless of where they live. Now, obviously, this kind of defeats the purpose of getting out of the house and it's still encouraging that use of technology to connect. But regardless, you know, if you're in a situation where even leaving the house is hard or, 
you really like you just not having it even connecting on a deeper level with your oldest friends and facetiming them and making an effort and letting them know about your issues and what you're going through and just letting them in into your life like you used to is going to make you feel better because even though you might not feel that connection like when you are with someone physically old friends and good friends and real friends are there for you for the long term and so opening up to them when you need them is going to give you that boost of I can do this and I'm okay and you know I am loved even if that love is far away from you. Now the third thing I'm going to say is again a use of technology but do you know what download Bumble I'm not even joking like if you don't have friends if you don't know anyone if you feel like you want to make friends outside of your current circle and you're feeling lost and you feel like you're just never going to bump into someone or that you've exhausted the route of you know meeting friends of friends download bumble go for a coffee with someone go for a drink go go to one of those dance classes meet people online but then actually meet them in the real world and see if there's a connection there. Like honestly, in the same way that people use Tinder, why would you not download an app that's going to potentially help you meet friends? It's the same thing, but better because friendships tend to be less intense anyways. And yeah, so that's on technology. The next thing I'm going to say is I'm going to encourage you to say yes more. This is so hard But whenever there's like an impromptu night out, an impromptu dinner, some sort of plan, like if you have someone that you know, or let's say you're at the gym and someone's like, oh, well, we're going to go for a coffee now. Or you've talked with someone and they've told you they're going to go meet a friend for a drink on a Friday and they suggest you going, don't immediately shut them down because this is honestly what I always do. I always, always, always shut people down because I have my routine, I have my plan, I have my schedule, I have my run plan the next day, which is all great. Like it's great that you're moving. It's great that you care about your health. But if you are feeling lonely in the grand scheme of things, you have to say yes more. You have to put yourself out there because if you're not in a position where you have loads of close friends or a bunch of close friends or people that you can rely on, living in the same areas, you have to make an effort. I think of it as being back in first year of uni. I said yes to everything in first year, well, and second and third. I said yes to everything at uni because I was there to meet people and that was the point of it. So yes, say yes to more things. Even if you don't love the plan, like if someone invites you for a drink and you're not a massive drinker, still go, order a Diet Coke, order whatever you want, like order a drink if you want, go crazy, like let your hair down. And you then might quickly realize that those people are not for you because they're actually, they're too into drinking and you're not. That's fine. You just go home and try the next day. But at least you've tried. You're not, you know, in your room with social anxiety and not getting over those fears. Because when you start putting yourself out in those situations, you start gravitating towards the people that you vibe with and you start showing up as yourself instead of being this insecure version of yourself that doesn't really know how to act in social environments. And then the next thing I was going to say and suggest is to plan your weekends, like plan things that you like to do. So let's say you like to go for hikes, plan it. You know, if it's something that you've stopped doing because you don't think it's cool to do it alone or because you've become used to not doing things because of COVID and you really stuck up your own routine. I No pun intended, like stuck up, 
stuck in your routine. Plan things that you enjoy doing and then suggest it to people around you that you think, you know, you might get along with. Like, as I said, it might be a hike. You can say, okay, well, on Saturday, I'm going to go on this hike and you can invite people, whoever it is, they might vibe with the plan. They might like to go and it might be a good day out or it might be dinner. Like you might want to go to this restaurant, go invite someone. If they don't want to go, go alone. Again, there's nothing wrong with doing things alone. It's more about putting yourself out there and then seeing who you gravitate towards and who gravitates towards you, if that makes sense. With this one as well, I've realized that when you plan your weekends and you have something to look forward to and there's excitement, you're doing something that you enjoy doing that you're looking forward to, or you're looking forward to meeting with a friend, or maybe you've planned a weekend away, you're immediately going to feel better about having three days by yourself. Because you have almost like planned social time and you know it's coming, one, you're more okay with being alone because it doesn't seem like you're going to be alone forever. It doesn't seem, you know, like you're a loner that has no friends. It's just like, well, this is me time. I'm working on myself. I'm working hard. I'm making progress in the gym. I'm, you know, taking care of myself, whatever. And then later in the week, I'm going to have time with these people and I'm going to get to connect with them. Also, it's a great chance to kind of rekindle with old friends and make an effort because the reality is, if you stop making an effort and you never make an effort with anyone, then eventually people are going to stop making an effort with you. And this is something like, it's a hard to swallow pill for me, but it's honestly so true. Like there's no way someone's going to persist on friendship five years in a row if you don't give them anything back. It's like a romantic relationship. It's work. And if you don't maintain that, then no one's going to maintain it for you unless, you know, you put the work together. And I think that's everything that I have in terms of advice. I have found this episode a bit erratic and I don't really, I, I'm not too sure of what I was trying to say because I almost, a part of me is kind of almost embarrassed of talking about this because I've always sucked at friendships, but it's a belief that I'm unlearning because I've realized that actually I can be a good friend and I deserve to be a good friend and have good friends. And, you know, there's no dig at anyone that I've been friends with in the past. I love all my friends that are still my friends. But I, I did find friendship hard in school. I found it hard to fit in. And I, I felt like I was, again, hustling for validation. and I was trying to be liked and I always felt a bit out of place. But that doesn't mean that people didn't love me and that people didn't care about me back then. It was just a reflection of my personality. But then when I went to university... I struggled again and there's people that I met at university that are no longer in my life and that's absolutely fine but looking back at it I also acknowledge how I was a shit friend and I could be selfish and I could yeah just not be the, the most pleasant person to be around and I think that as you grow up and you realize that it's your own doing when you fall into cycles of being lonely and not having people around you you can then look back and point out in what friendships you fucked up and which ones you actually took the time and effort to make a change and to connect with those people. And it's normally the latter, obviously, that stays around and the rest of people just fuck off. And of course, if you don't know better, you just don't know better and you can't really do much about it. But to try and be a better friend for someone else in the future 
But I don't think it's something that is talked about a lot because everyone's too focused on talking about relationships. And of course, so am I. Like I love talking about relationships and it's where intimacy shows up most because it's where we have to be the most vulnerable. You know, to a friend, if you're having, I don't know, an anxiety attack, you can just say, hey, I need to go home. You go home, unwind, and then you're fine. Perhaps with a partner or a boyfriend, you're more exposed as to say if they stay over. But again, I digress. What I'm trying to say is that as I've grown up, I've started to realize that friendships are so fucking important in helping you create your own identity and help you flourish and become who you are. Because a partner is always going to do that for you. But with a partner, it's much easier to fall into becoming one person and not two individuals. Whereas with friends, it's like everyone is just their own person. And same thing goes with family. With family, because you've grown up with them and you've been a baby and you've gone through different phases and they know you so much, it's almost like they have this idea of who you are, but that idea is probably you know, your 15-year-old self and you've grown and you've grown out of that. So that's why friendship is so important and that's why I wanted to talk about it today because after this trip, I've just realized, wow, all I need is friends and I'll be fine. (laughs) And of course I have friends, I just meant more so friends around me. But thinking about that, it got me thinking as to why I've neglected friendship so much. And a big part of that is because of the circumstances in which we've been living for the past year and a half. And that's COVID, like the fact that you couldn't see friends. So coming out of that and having the opportunity to go on holiday and to meet up with friends again, I've just realized like, whoa, Marta, you have to make an effort. And, you know, to those people that don't struggle with friendship, to those people that have their best friends and they're fucking vibing with them, well, cool. I wish I was you. (laughs) I mean, I wish I were you, but I don't relate. You know, like, I don't relate to you. Yeah, anyways. That's why I wanted to talk about it because I feel like there are going to be a lot of people out there who struggle with that. And we see a lot of people online, you know, talking about be your own best friend, like do things alone. Don't be scared to go have lunch alone. And yeah, 100%, don't be scared to do any of that. But also, hey, no one's going to just grab a chair and sit there unless you put in a bit of work it's like when people date like unless you make an effort to date no one's gonna date you like yeah someone can slide into your dms but if you don't reply or if you don't go on a date with them nothing's gonna come out of that and it's the same thing with friendships if you don't make an effort if people always invite you to things and you don't go well eventually they're gonna stop inviting you and then when you're crying in your bed and you're thinking fuck i'm so lonely well yeah what did you expect So that's what I wanted to talk about today. And I think with this, I come to the end of the episode, to be honest. I do hope that the tips have helped you to some extent because they are the tips that I'm using. And I'm, you know, fingers crossed (laughs) that it helps me just feel less consumed. I just hope they make me feel less consumed in my work, in my future, in overthinking, catastrophizing things and just general anxiety because exercise and healthy diet, meditation and journaling, they all save my life every day. And it's not something I'm going to stop doing anytime soon. But if you don't pair that with true connection and friendship and just having a laugh and not taking life too seriously and just playing like a kid again, then what's the point of all of that? Because you're just going to almost like fall into this deep hole of 
self-reflection where you're not going to get time to almost put the improvements into work and then learn again. So with that comes the end of my episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this and that if you do struggle with social anxiety and friendship and spending too much alone and catastrophizing, you take some of this advice, apply it to yourself and hopefully improve your relationship with future friends, with old friends, with yourself and as always with health and exercise. See you next week guys. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye.